Percy, a question for you as we begin today. In any way, do you think that spirituality and medicine really are at odds with each other? Well, you know, people have certainly asked the question, but I say absolutely not, Wayne. In fact, they are very much complementary of one another. God is the one that created this world and the bodies that we live in. Everything we know and learn about health and taking care of these bodies is knowledge that comes from him. True medicine comes from God, whether we recognize it or not. That is the case, and we're going to talk about how that works in the life of this particular physician. All right, so stay with us. We're going to be blessed to hear from a doctor who has felt the call to fill this void between faith and medicine. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. So good of you to join us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd, along with our host, Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy, I love talking with you. I love the concept of this program to help people. We, we hear from people that this is making a difference. Absolutely, and I'm greatly encouraged because of that fact, because we don't want to do anything just for the sake of doing it. No way. Yeah, it serves a great purpose, and people are being blessed and enhanced, and we thank God for that calling today. And we'd love to get more feedback from you. If you want to review this podcast, you can do that at Apple Podcasts and many other places as well. When you review, it helps uh, attract new listeners as well. So do us that favor and uh, give us some feedback if you would. Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com for more information about what we are. Maybe this is your first time joining us, healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, let's set the theme for today, Percy. What are we going to talk about? Well, we are going to talk to a physician, and I love speaking to physicians, uh, the clinical professionals, and particularly those who embrace the idea of spirituality and faith and how they can be amalgamated with medicine and care and science. And we are going to hear a tremendous story of a personal uh, walk with God while being uh, committed uh, to the highest excellence of medicine and care uh, in the field of cancer. So we're going to really be blessed today with this conversation. Yeah, we believe an integrative approach involves embracing both spirituality and science, and that'll be borne out through today's interview and conversation here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Uh, we want to make this a two-way conversation, and one way we can do that, Percy, is by asking listeners to respond to a specific question we ask each week. What have you chosen as the question this time around? Today's question is this, what was something you learned during your cancer journey? Most cancer patients tell me that they learned something. There was an aha moment. What was something you learned during your cancer journey? We want to hear from you today. And people have responded to that question that we posed in the past. Uh, one came from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Do you have that in front of you, that response? I know you read these. I do. And the, the response is this, the need to share God's miracle of great medicine. I want to say it again because there are two schools of thought and it's going to be applicable for today's conversation. The need to share God's miracle of great medicine and being healed of three different hmm. cancers. This is what that person learned. Yeah, they understand the connection between spirituality and, and science, don't they? That is correct. You want to take us to the scriptures we start? So today's spiritual nugget is found in Psalms 19, verse number one, and it is so applicable for the conversation for today. Okay. And it says this, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows 
his handiwork. Today, we're going to talk about the handiwork of God being manifested as a result of the spiritual hand of God. We'll meet our guest, a medical doctor, coming up here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. That's the website you can go to to download free resources as well. This week, we're featuring Integrative Cancer Care, an appropriate resource for the topic we're undertaking today. Integrative Cancer Care is available as a free resource at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And if I didn't say it earlier, you know, Percy posed the question, Give us something you learned during your cancer journey. You can answer that question at the same website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect, and the menu there will give you the option to answer the question. What is something you learned during your cancer journey? Have you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions? With Cancer Center for Alexa, now you can easily. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. To access the tool, you or anyone you support can simply say, Alexa, enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device, or access this tool on any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. So look for the Cancer Center for Alexa skill. Well, let's meet our guest now, a medical doctor, as Percy sat down to talk with her very recently. Well, I'm super excited today. I have with me Dr. Siobhan Rary, who's an endocrine uh, physician, and she has been uh, in medicine now for 12 years. She works at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in uh, Chicago, and we are excited to have her with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Percy. Unpack your specialty, what it is and what do you do? And let's make sure we have the pronunciation correctly. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So I am an endocrinologist, and I have to say that many times, sometimes even physicians, I have to explain exactly what we do. Okay. Um, but um, in general, I study hormones. Um, so uh, that could include uh, specifically thyroid issues, hmm. diabetes, and, and then there are the more um, more specific areas that people may not be aware of. But we have a master hormone gland in the brain, the pituitary. Yes. And so any dysfunction with the pituitary, we are, um, you see an endocrine doctor. Um, any thyroid cancer, you would okay. see an endocrine doctor. Okay. Any adrenal gland issues, and those sit right above the kidneys, you see an endocrine doctor. Gotcha. Okay. So with that, uh, that sounds like a very specialized uh, focus and important, obviously. Uh, before we get into any anything else along those lines, I'm always curious, and I always ask all physicians this question, what motivated you to become a doctor? Why did you go into medicine? And I'm always interested to hear this story. Of course. I think it's a great question, actually. And very relevant to our discussion today. Uh. Um, so I went into endoc- I went into medicine because I I had this drive. I wanted to um, I wanted to learn a bit more about God, one of God's creations. Okay. So that was what motivated motivated me. I love science, mm. but I really wanted to understand um, as best as I could, and I'm still learning sure. um, this awe of a creation, the human being yeah. um, that God has created. Yeah, because that just could not have been random now, could it? Would Absolutely it? <laughs> not. Absolutely not. I'll tell you a little story. I'll tell you about a time in medical school when it really became apparent to me that clearly there's a higher 
um, higher source who created us all. So we were in anatomy, that's what you do in the first year of medical school, Mm -hmm. it's one of our first courses. Um, And we um, have had the opportunity to um, essentially operate on an individual who donated their body to science. So everyone is um, in a group and they're operating on these different individuals. And what was spectacular is, you know, you learn in anatomy, There's there are particular uh, organs and nerves in very specific places. Yeah. And so regardless of the race, regardless of the gender, regardless of, you know, the person's spirituality or intentions, when you are, um, you know, opened up, we all look the same on the inside. Mm. And there is this particular spot where we're looking on the right side, we made an incision, and it's the cervical plexus is what it's called, mm-hmm. on, on the upper neck. And everybody's cervical plexus is in exactly the same spot. Wow. It was profound. And so the takeaway there uh, is that I guess that was a, a, a aha moment to reinforce the fact that, again, as I stated earlier, there could not just be a random uh, mechanism that facilitated that specific and direct dynamic that is consistent with the human anatomy of of the makeup of people there had to be a higher power absolutely an intelligent force that created and put that all into place absolutely intelligent beyond belief yeah 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 beyond our intelligence for sure yeah i love that story that's a great uh kind of aha moment that you're having in the midst of um uh, doing something like that having said that um you know the work that you do uh Let's talk a little bit more specifically of, of why you went into the field of oncology. Sure. So um, I can be referred to as an endocrine oncologist. Okay. So we do see um, non-oncology patients okay. um, as well, but sure. I do specialize within oncology okay. patients. Okay. Um, and I went um, into that field in endocrine and, um, specifically because I wanted to be able to treat the whole patient. Um, With the hormones in the body, there's a lot of feedback. Um, There's a lot of push and pull and it interacts, the hormones interact with pretty much every part of the body. Mm -hmm. So I did want, I didn't want to focus on a specific um, part of the body. I wanted to be able to uh, really help a patient um, holistically. Got it. Okay. And so in that holistic kind of approach, and obviously uh, when we talk about that, this is where we can interject the whole notion and dynamic of spirituality, obviously. But before we go down that road, uh, one of the things that you also are um, somewhat well-versed in is telemedicine. And telemedicine has become the topic of the day, as, as, from what I understand, with regard to uh, where healthcare is and where healthcare is moving. Help uh, someone that's listening today uh, first uh, unpack what is telemedicine and what are the benefits of telemedicine absolutely absolutely that um, topic is near and dear to my heart mm. um, I have had experience working with telemedicine with our veterans in particular ah. um, and seeing its ability to cross state lines and to provide care where care is needed mm. um, so I've absolutely seen the benefits and have been on the end where um, you know as a physician treating the patient and that we can cross the line of the screen Um, It's definitely possible. So what telemedicine is, it describes an interaction between a a physician and a patient where um, oftentimes the patient is either in the um, exam room close to home um, at a a clinic um, or a hospital or at home. And the physician is um, 
somewhere within the United States, usually on the other side. Okay. And they're able to give um, medical treatment and medical advice, medical recommendations to the patient. Um, but more importantly, what's been um, exciting for me to realize is that you're actually able to cross that physical barrier. So many times, of course, there's a physical barrier between you and the physician on the other end of the phone. Via some device of some sort, a computer, tablet, telephone. Exactly. And much like a telephone conversation or even like a FaceTime, you, a a human being is able to traverse that that space. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can feel very connected and almost forget that you're in two separate locations. Um, And that has been the power that I have found that you can really um, help someone where they need it most. They don't have to travel the long distance, perhaps, um, or go without care because it's not available in their community. And so, yeah, and so as I understand it, which is very little, is the fact that, again, where there may be limited uh, physical access, you know, and I'm just going to use an arbitrary example, maybe in a, in a very rural area as an exactly. example. Okay. That, uh, you know, certain uh, types of healthcare is not available at a particular specific location, then someone then theoretically could could have engagement with a medical healthcare professional via uh, electronic means to communicate, talk, on some level diagnose Mm -hmm. and prescribe medical treatment. That's exactly it. And so um, I don't know how relatively new this is. I know it's not necessarily completely mainstream at this point. Where do you, in your, you know, your humble, modest estimation, uh, foresee telemedicine going in the future? What is the possible prospects of it, you know, long term? So the possibilities are endless. It's not only in, let's say, rural communities where it can be helped to bridge the access gap. Yeah, that was just one example for yes, sure. Yeah, but it's also in the communities where there are health disparities. Okay, you know, where gotcha. there are. Um, education that needs to take place. Um, There are um, uh, specialists that need to enter into that community and provide the care, especially when we're looking at telemedicine entering the home where you can, um, you know, if a patient is physically unwell or just the means that they have make it unable for them to go out into the city, for instance, for an appointment. So there are so many uses for this um, telemedicine service um, that can be expounded upon. And, um, right now, I think the healthcare is seeing an uptick in its use because more and more traction is um, it's it's getting more and more traction in terms of reimbursement from insurances. Okay. Now insurances are becoming more on board, which of course is our our in my opinion our malady of the day is trying to figure out how do we pay for healthcare. That's exactly and make it. sure that that's available for everyone in a in a in a responsible fiscally responsible way. That's exactly it. Well, it, it and I'm excited because obviously anything that will help push the ability for access of medical care has to become our priority of the day. Yes. And and if, if telemedicine becomes one of those portals of mechanism that will allow that to happen, uh, we really are talking about something that, you know, is a game changer with regard to uh, again, access, people being able to have access to, to adequate and sufficient health care when they need it and how they need it. And uh, Lord knows uh, that's my prayer. So uh, whatever it is well that said, you need to do seeing. with regard to on that front and are doing, I'm praying for your strength and your influence and your your energy because uh, 
uh, I think that that is something that we certainly need to focus on. Thank you. Let's talk about, uh, again, you mentioned uh, previously about being able to treat patients holistically. And and, uh, we've had a lot of conversation on our show about holistic. And I always tell people that I like to respell holistic, W-H-O-L-E, to give people more of a, a visual of taking care of the whole personage of an individual. And we, many of us, and certainly uh, those who listen to this uh, platform and this channel, uh, recognize that there's more to us than just being a physical being, that, you know, we are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. You know, there's kind of the trifold, triunion element of man, at least from, you know, in many spiritual environments, but certainly from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. And... Um, how how important do you think and feel and believe either on a personal level or on a professional level as a healthcare uh, provider is uh, being able to assist and support and nurture people spiritually within the framework of their healthcare mental emotional physical well-being i think it's very important and almost um, essentially vital Um, And that's why I love CTCA, because I feel as if they truly understand the connection between the two, Mm. that you can't. You cannot expect, from my perspective, to be able to treat someone from a physical standpoint only, that we are more than just a physical human being. And so it would make sense that you would need to look at different aspects, in particular the spiritual aspect, and be able to connect the two. So that is essential. Um, in your experience, uh, in being in you know the medical profession now, twelve years, so you've you've got time under your belt. You've you've talked to a lot of patients at this point. You you've engaged with uh, caregivers and individuals in in I'm sure several stages of, of a healthcare journey. Um, any particular uh, examples that you would be comfortable inciting in seeing how one's spirituality mattered or potentially made a difference in their medical journey? We're not going to name any names and, you know, we'll leave things pretty generic. Mm-hmm. But just to give a sense of from a medical healthcare professional's vantage point where you saw that there, that the influence uh, of, of, of one's sense of spirituality on some level helped them move through their process of good medical care. Because one of the things that we're clear about on this show is that we do not prescribe the idea of replacing good medical care for spirituality, that th- this is not an exchange. This is a combination Absolutely. and a marriage, you mm-hmm. know, that we're, we're talking about a balance of things. But again, at the end of the day, uh, uh, working through the medical uh, environment and a clinical environment and treatment and care, but allowing one's spirituality to be part of that journey and experience. Anything that you've seen that stands out to you where you went home and said, wow, that was interesting today, or that was a little different, or, you know, that was beyond what I said or did and or could do, <laughs> you know, from a medical perspective. It's very true. Um, well, first I'll, I'll say in general that um, – Again, the spirituality um, is so important in moving forward. And it's not necessarily, um, when we look at kind of medical studies, we often want an endpoint. Sure. We often say, well, does spirituality impact, um, improve mortality? Mm-hmm. Or does spirituality improve um, how one uh 
how one responds to cancer. Yeah. And I would say we don't have that information. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, perhaps it's not about that. Okay. It's it's more of does spirituality impact you on a day to day basis? Mm. So I have I have seen and have been a part of um, just a, a general sense of uh, well being in the face of um, you know a patient might get a, a diagnosis that the cancer has progressed, sure. and yet it's the strength of that spirit that they have okay. that they're able to. Um, to move forward. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's, it's interesting. Um, uh, there's a gentleman who's the nephew of a very uh, well-known kind of evangelist, pastor, kind of faith healer who wrote a book g- growing up in that environment who basically chided uh, his uncle's kind of pursuit of exactly the point that you made, that instead of taking in an absolute sense one spirituality to create an endpoint dynamic to say this specifically happened because this prayer was given or because this was done from a spiritual perspective that that equated to something dramatic or drastic with one's healthcare outcome uh, and said that that we need to recalibrate and rebalance that and and basically articulated exactly what you stated and that is as one is moving along that is helping assist whether that be mental emotional and on some level may have an impact uh, physically that they're being empowered, they're being strengthened, they're being encouraged uh, to fight the good fight, to work through the negative challenges Absolutely. of treatment and care, if you will, Absolutely. or getting bad news and et cetera, that uh, that may be the more important uh, thing to understand and look at. And that's not to negate. So for my for my faithful listeners that'll say, well, Reverend McCray, what about miracles? Reverend McCray, what about things that can that do and can and in some cases have happened? I don't negate any of that, but I think the balance of what you've just articulated is so important that because in 25 years of ministry to cancer patients, I have seen patients who have recovered, you know, in in some cases, what one would say very miraculously. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen many and probably most of the patients that I've supported that have worked through the journey of just being empowered by their spirituality, along with their good clinical care that helped to uh, assist them and to work through the mental, emotional, and physical challenges of treatment. So I love how you articulated that. Um, That being said, Doc, um, and I guess I didn't ask, and I'm not really sure, and you can tell me how comfortable you are or not answering this question. Uh, It sounds like that you have some sort of faith element to you. Is that a fair? Yes. Okay. And so uh, then spirituality and faith is important to you on a personal level? Absolutely. How does your faith or how does your spirituality help you with your day-to-day work? How does it help you? Not so much the patient. How do you work through? Because working obviously in the oncology space, you know, you know, the malady of our day is cancer. You mm-hmm. know, according to the American Cancer Society, one out of three people are estimated to be diagnosed with cancer. Very true. So with all of that being stated, you've got to work through the day-to-day support and clinical care of that of that group of people. How does your spirituality and faith uh, assist you with your process of being a good clinical health care provider? I think it um, plays a, a large, a big role, um, and it should. And I noticed um, as I was going through my earlier years um, in practicing mm. medicine, 
where I would focus uh, predominantly on, you know, treating the patient from a scientific standpoint Mm -hmm. or from a very clinical standpoint Mm -hmm. and didn't necessarily um, uphold my own spirituality or even engage my spirituality with the patient's spirituality, that at the end of the day, there was that void Hmm. or at the end of the day, there was that very um, um, methodic, almost robot-like activity. Okay. So what I have come to realize is that, and what I have, what I currently do is, um, I start each and every day praising the Lord. Okay. I start each and every day understanding um, what He has provided, um, both for me and for my patients mm. and for those around us, mm. and asking Him to allow me to um, to do His will. Yeah. To continue to guide me and allow me to. To, to do what he would like me to do. Okay. And that has given me profound strength and determination. Yeah. Um, when it's needed most, when when you are um, in a position where you are trying to, um, you know, help that patient the best way you can mm-hmm. to provide them with the information that you have been blessed with learning and allow to, that to impart how you treat them. Sure. I think it's... Um, vitally important to remain present to um, the higher source. Okay. And I would have to imagine, and and we'll close here, that on some level there's an element of, um, I'm I'm not a physician, and I've never, you know, and I don't know what the type of um, pressures may come with standing before someone saying, I'm going to attempt to help you work through your, your scenario of cancer or sickness and disease. Because, you know, we, we look to our physicians and our doctors for a source of help. So there has to be an element on some level of a little pressure, I think, that comes with where there's only so much I can do. I, I have a limited, you know, skill set, et cetera, et cetera, that I would think, and again, you correct me if I'm wrong, of being able to transfer some of that pressure and say, Lord, I'm just an instrument in your hands. And I know that I'm limited in what I can do and how far I can go in and of myself. That, that that has to help to kind of relieve some of that Absolutely. pressure on a, on a certain amount. Of, Absolutely. Okay. Well, with that being said, I tell you, you have been gracious uh, with your time. Last question, uh, and then we'll close, is uh, what drives your hope? What what gives you hope? What energizes uh, Dr. You know, Rary's hope? It's a great question. I would just say um, my ability to... Um, to live my passion. Okay. Uh, my ability to live my passion um, enthusiastically, strongly, um, the best that I know how. Mm-hmm. That kind of gives me the hope, allows me to continue to um, you know, move throughout the day, understanding that the Lord is really able to talk through me. Yeah. Well, that's an awesome thing to be able to do. And so today you have heard from... Dr. Shavar Rari, who is an uh, endocrine uh, doctor and physician, uh, works at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, has been practicing medicine now for 12 years. And uh, I just thank you for uh, who you are and what you're doing. And we look forward to seeing more of the advancement of telemedicine, obviously. Absolutely. And uh, we continue to pray that uh, the Lord will use your skills and your intellect for his glory and that uh, people will be blessed in the process. Today you have heard... Uh, from Dr. Siobhan Rary. Thank you for being on the show.
And Percy will be back in just a moment to talk with us further here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, a comprehensive cancer care network. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepard with Percy McCray back in the studio here. And Percy, that conversation with the doctor, boy, that that was really interesting. Well, what I loved about this discussion is her ability to communicate, number one, the fact that uh, in one of her anatomy classes early on in her training yeah. that she had an aha moment. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to imagine uh, doing what she was doing at the moment that that inspiration came. I, I couldn't bring myself to do that, but thank God for doctors, huh? <laughs> yeah, but while looking at, you know, a cadaver, she she came to understand that looking at the, the inner parts of, of a human body, that we're all the same and that there could only have been an intelligent and distinct intellectual force called God that could have done that and designed yeah. that. And that was a real uh, moment of clarity around her faith and mm-hmm. her spirituality. So yep. I thought that was very profound. Yeah, there is an intelligent design beyond us, she said. That is correct. That is correct. And then the other side of the coin was that over the years when she initially started practicing medicine, that she kind of you know drifted away from her faith a little bit and that she realized and understood that she started to become very methodical. Robotic, uh, almost, she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro- exactly. Almost robotic in how she approached uh, patients and care, and that she realized that she needed to realign herself back to her sense of spirituality and faith uh, by starting each day by praising the Lord, you know, meditating and kind of gathering herself around the fact that God is working through her and in her. And when appropriate, you know, sharing that with patients and connecting with patients on that level while she's providing good medical care. So I thought this was a profound young woman who understood the balance of medicine, science, and spirituality and faith, and is making that very much part of her practice of medicine every day. Isn't it encouraging to encounter doctors with this kind of an attitude? You know, what's interesting, Wayne, about that, and I was giving some thought to this when I had that conversation. Uh, when I initially started out 25 years ago, I found, you know, very few doctors of faith or who were at least willing to express and say that they were people of faith. Uh, but over the years, I now have come to understand that there are a lot of practicing physicians who have strong, deep, abiding faith and who feel empowered to allow that to be part of, of how they approach uh, you know, good medical care and obviously not compromise good medical care, sure. but allow their sense of spirituality and their sense of faith, even on a conversational level with their patients in encouraging and supporting and connecting uh, with those that they serve and, and acknowledging that it is a huge part of how they approach what they do from a medical perspective. It is super encouraging. Yeah. It really and is. In this case, it makes her a better doctor, doesn't it? 
I think it does at the end of the day. And she certainly acknowledged that it does. And she felt that it was important uh, for her to keep that uh, uh, always uh, within her being. Because number one, I think what happens with physicians is that it humbles doctors, that they understand that they are not, they're not the end all of all (laughs) with regard to medicine and science, that there again is a, a bigger, higher power that is at work and that they are merely instruments in the hands of the creator and the designer of all things. And that is a great thing at the end of the day. And I think people and patients will appreciate that, certainly. Yeah, and let me remind everyone that spiritual support at Cancer Treatment Centers of America is provided as desired by the patients. Mm-hmm. But certainly, here's a doctor who's, who's, uh, whose practice is enhanced by her faith. Well, it is. And, and she talked about how, again, uh, how important that is in even helping her to manage through the the stress and the pressures of being an oncologist. Because again, uh, you know, oncologists and doctors in many cases see some pretty uh, extreme scenarios uh, and health challenges that they themselves have to be encouraged. They themselves have to be strengthened and nurtured because that's a lot of weight to carry on your shoulders when you are trying to support and provide medical care to individuals who are looking to you and hoping that you can provide resources and answers uh, that will allow them to hopefully uh, respond favorably to sickness and disease. So it is a huge strengthening and motivating and encouraging uh, force that works within, I think, the mind, the heart, and the emotions of a physician to manage those pressures and rigors of standing before people day in and day out who are dealing with sickness and disease. And as the doctor indicated, she's grateful that at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, she has uh, this opportunity to make this connection between the physical and the spiritual aspects. Well, she said it was very important and, and, and essentially vital for her because uh, being able to amalgamate and have that connection between the two uh, from her perspective uh, just was, was crucial for her to continue to do the things that she needed to do and function from a physical standpoint. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we're, we're grateful for, for her. We're grateful for the Cancer Treatment Centers of America that allows her to do that within its proper balance and perspective. Percy, I'll ask you to highlight our free resource here in just a moment, but if you listening are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number, 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. And, of course, you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, as you know, uh, because you authored these resources, we want to put these into the hands of our listeners. So what are we offering this time? Well, this particular resource uh, is, is really a nice uh, description and unpacking of what integrative care is or schools of thought are. And it's really the idea of getting people to embrace the fact that uh, the triune nature of mankind, we are spirit uh, that has a soul that lives in a body. Hmm. So obviously good medical care is addressing uh, the physical dynamics of who we are, but our soulish component, our mind, 
our emotions, our will, uh, you know, those sorts of things uh, also need to be nurtured and supported. So again, we talk about uh, mind, body kind of support and, and resources. And then, you know, uh, talking about meditation uh, or spiritual support, depending on uh, how you want to approach that spiritual connection, uh, looking at nutritional therapy, uh, uh, naturopathic support, things that simply will help complement, not replace medical treatment and care because we are this composite nature that requires uh, support in all of those areas and they feed off of each other and potentially when we can find and strike a happy balance between all of those dimensions of who we are as people potentially we give ourselves the opportunity for health, healing, recovery, and wellness. And that's really the goal at the end of the day, Wayne. This free resource can help you better understand what we mean when we use the term integrative cancer care. So download it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And when you go to the website, interact with us with answers to our questions as well that we pose each week. This week's question, what is something you learned on your cancer journey? Answer when you click connect at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, you want to take us back to the Psalms to wrap things up today? Well, we heard from a physician who embraces spirituality and understands its balance and its place. Now let's listen to the scriptures that basically gives us some insight to that concept. And Psalms, uh, the 19th chapter, verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmaments show his handiwork. When we understand God, who is the creator of heaven and earth, but in that creative mode, he has facilitated handiwork, the things that have been uh, facilitated by his hands, medicine and science as, as a principle and as a philosophy and as a discipline uh, is the handiwork of God. And when we combine them together, we give ourselves and individuals potentially uh, the best possibilities to move forward when they are dealing with the issues of sickness, disease and recovery. And we thank God for this spiritual principle today. Know that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Medicine and science is a gift. It comes from God, and we utilize it as we continue to trust and believe in Him. Percy, thank you so much for the encouragement that comes from God's Word that passes through you here on healthhopeandinspiration.com. God bless you, brother. All right. Remember, we've got work to do. Keep chopping the wood. God bless. Have a great day. And join us again next time for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with past pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com.
www.oncology.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.